0: The heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. And it was good. God bless you all and welcome to the Upper Collective Zone. This is Pastor Omar and today I'm very excited to share this study that we're going to study today. Um, and the topic of today's study is, what is the difference between the rapture and the second coming of Christ? I'm going to say that again. What is the difference between the rapture and the second coming of Christ? And that is the question that I want to explain to you all that are listening today. So if you have an opportunity, grab a pen, grab some notes. <clears throat> this is going to be very important. And um, and maybe it will answer the biggest question of all. You know, um, there's a lot of debate on this topic. A lot of people, actually a lot of pastors and teachers teach only on the second coming, and they don't believe in a rapture, and And, and the Bible is very clear that these are two different events, and we're going to share some verses, we're going to get into the meat of this study, okay, amen, and so I'm going to begin with this, first of all, you know, where does this word rapture come, a lot of people out there believe that the rapture is made up. They're saying, listen, the word rapture is not in the Bible, so because the word rapture is not in our Bible is not, it's an event that's fake, that is not going to happen. But that's not technically true. For example, you know, um, we believe in the Trinity. We believe in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Now, the word Trinity is not in the Bible, but it's the best word to describe who God is. The same way, right, is it's the rapture. The rapture is the best word that we use to describe the event that could happen at any moment, an event that could happen today, it could happen tomorrow, it could happen a week from now. The Lord is coming for His church, church, and and we need to be ready, and we need to learn what the Bible says about this. So let's let's get into this. Uh, first of all, you know the, the word rapture, you know we use it as the like I said the best word to describe, but the Greek word is called is translated or is defined as harpazo the harpazo, which means to be taken away with a force, alright, so um, actually on Saturday we had our baptism from the church, and, and, and I spoke about the harpazo, and it was amazing, but that that's what the word means, so if you don't want to use the word rapture, then let's use the Greek word that means harpazo, which means to be snatched away, um, in many Bibles, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see the snatch away uh, is one of the reference that the Bible uses as uh, For this event that's going to take place Okay, another word um, that is used is the land word for RAPTURO RAPTURO is the land word for Rapture as well and it means the same thing, all right? It's, it's an indication of the removal of the people from the earth to take them into heaven. So we're gonna get into what's what is the rapture, what is the second coming, and I'm gonna tell you briefly what they are. For example, the rapture is when Jesus Christ returns to remove the church, all the true believers. Now, in Christ, all the ones who profess they're Christians, all the ones that are walking the walk, are talking the talk, they're living a life of God, that they are spur filled, that they're on fire for the Lord, are the that is who the Lord is gonna come. To take his church, right? That is the church of Christ. That is the true bride of Christ. Those who are on fire for God. Those who are passionate for the Lord. Those who want to seek his presence every day. Those who want to read the word of God. Those who desire to be seven days in the church if it was possible. Those who desire to speak about the Lord all day long if it's possible, those who put their phones to the side and get into the Bible, those, listen, those who who will watch a Christian program or or worship or do whatever it has to do to get connected with God instead of watching whatever is on TV. And Let me tell you something, there's nothing wrong to watch TV, there's nothing wrong to watch a movie, but... If you're, one of the things I say this, if you're putting more time and more effort on the things that are not going to edify you, then what? We're just edifying our flesh, but we're not edifying the spirit. And and listen, if you want to go in the rapture and you want to be in the presence of God and you want to go to heaven, we need to get it together, church. We need to get it together. Stop Calling yourself a Christian, but your life is reflecting the life of the world. Stop calling yourself a Christian, and you're talking bad about your pastors. Stop calling yourself a Christian, and you're trying to destroy leaders. Listen. you we need to we need to pray for people if, if we know certain people are not doing right let's pray for them let's speak to them with the truth and the truth is the word of God amen but let's get into this class because I'm starting to preach and I actually I want to teach today amen so what is the rapture the rapture is the second come the rapture and is the return of Jesus the return of Jesus to remove the church from the world. And we're going to go into a verse and we're going to get into that Bible verse and we're going to explain it in very details because there is a difference between the rapture and the second coming of Christ. Let me tell you something. The harpazo, that is the snatching away, um, the rapturo, they happened in the past. It happened with Enoch. The Lord took Enoch away. He snatched him away. He took him. That happened in the past. It's the same event that's gonna happen to the church today. Why did he take Enoch? Enoch's life was a knife that was, he was a man of God. He seeked the Lord with all his heart. He did the will of God. And and the man was walking, he wasn't perfect, but he was getting so close to perfection, I believe, that the Lord decided to take him away in that time. And so, church, Jesus comes for his church. And he's coming in the clouds, and and so let's get into what the rapture is. Then I'm gonna get into what the second coming of Christ is, and then we're gonna go from there. We're gonna learn a lot of things today, and, and it's gonna be amazing. Okay, let's go to First Thessalonians, right? First Thessalonians, chapter four, verse thirteen through eighteen. Um, I'm gonna look for it myself. First Thessalonians. Chapter four, right, verse thirteen through eighteen. All right, and we read the word of God in Jesus' name. And if you certain things, you can go back to this audio and listen to it. And, and 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 the good thing is, it's gonna stay recorded, so it's gonna stay with you and, and learn, learn. Let's learn. Let's learn this verse. Look, Le- this is what the rapture is. Okay, so once again, it's the word rapture. It's not the Bible. But the Latin word is haptudo, the, the Greek word is harparzo. and so if you want to quote it the harparzo, you want to quote it the snatch away, quote it that way then. But we call it the rapture because the best word to describe what this is going to take place, and it's in your Bibles. let's go for it, First Thessalonians Chapter 4, verse 13, it says, But I will not have you to be ignorant, and church, let's stop being ignorant about this subject, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that yet sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. what verse 14 says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which asleep in Jesus Will God bring with them? So, what is talking about those who have slept in Christ? Those people, maybe our parents, maybe our grandparents, people that we know that died in Christ. Right now, their bodies are sleeping. Their spirit and soul right now are in paradise, but they're waiting for the for the redemption. They're waiting for God for Jesus Christ to come to. Bring the church forth, and, and, and this is what this verse 14 says. And you look at verse 15 says, For this is we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord should not prevent them which are asleep. Let's go to verse 16. For the Lord Himself, here we go, shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of, our, of the archangel. And with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we're going to explain this verse in very detail. Verse 16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. Meaning the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, will descend, right? He will descend from heaven to come into the clouds with a shout with the voice of the archangel let me with the trump of god that trumpet is going to sound and only those who are born again only those who are living the life only those who are spiritually connected with god will hear the trump of god and if the bible says and the dead in christ shall rise first meaning those who died in christ and who their bodies are asleep and, 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 and their souls and spirit in paradise. You know what's going to happen? That when the trumpet of God happens, the soul and spirit is going to come back to this earth, connected with the body that is in bones. If the person died in the sea, oh, that body or those bones or whatever it is, is going to come up, it's going to rise. Those Those dead bodies, those bones that are in the tombs will rise. And they're going to get connected with the spirit and soul. And it's going to be transformed into a glorified, perfect body. That is going to happen in a blink of an eye, church. It's going to happen in in less than a second. It's going to happen when the dead in Christ shall rise first. That means that that person, that body that was dead is going to rise. Guess what? After the rapture, you can go to a Christian who died in Christ, you can go to the tomb and their body's not going to be there no longer. Their bones are not going to be there no longer. Yeah, their clothes might be there, but their body will not be there. They will will rise up. And look what's going to happen next in verse 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So, verse 17 again, then we which are alive, us that are alive in Christ, us that are waiting for the Lord to come, us that even though Jesus hasn't come yet for His church, we are working hard, we're seeking the Lord, we're praying, we're worshiping, we're 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 helping our neighbors, we're doing the will of God, we're walking in the Spirit, not in the flesh, we're living the life by the fruit of the Spirit, we're reflecting the fruit of the Spirit to others, those who are alive, those who are on fire, um, will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And it says, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. And look at what verse 18 says. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That is the rapture. You see, the word rapture is not in the Bible, but it's the best way to describe because rapture is to be snatched away. Rapture is to in, in, in the blink of an eye, in less than a second, um, to be caught up. Amen. And you and we will be with God. We will be with Jesus Christ. We will be in his presence. We will be walking with him hand to hand. This is an amazing verse. This is what the Bible, this is, this is what we are waiting for, church. And this is something that you must be waiting for. My question is, are you walking right to be part of this? Because if you're not part of the rapture, you're going to stay in the tribulation. I believe that the rapture will happen before the tribulation. There's others that believe that the rapture will happen in the middle of the tribulation or at the end of the tribulation. hey, listen, I'm not here to debate that. I'm not going to debate that. But that's gonna be for another time. Um, we could come out with Bible scriptures and, and we can talk about it. And but you know what? This is one thing I'm gonna tell you—a piece of advice. You know, um, I respect those. I, I listen. I know people. I know ministers who preach that and teach. That and I respect it. I'm not here to debate that. But. But I believe that the rapture will happen before the tribulation. And later on, as, as we give other topics, we will explain that. I will bring the three views. So you, And there's many more views, but I'm going to bring the three most popular views. And at the end of the day, you can pick one. But I got to say this. Is, and this is what I want to say to you all. It's, it's, it's this. We pray for the rapture, but we must be ready for the tribulation. All right? So we pray for the rapture. But we must prepare for the tribulation. We always must be in preparation. As a man and a woman of God, we need to be prepared. But let's go to the next verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Alright. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we're going to go read verse 50 to 54. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible as well. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 15. 50 through 54 and it says, yeah, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he has raised Christ whom he raised not up. If so, that the dead rise not. For Verse 16, for if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? Listen, if Christ was raised, all right, from death to life. We're going to be raised from death to life. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to preach a little bit. Listen, if we're walking dead because Christ has resurrected, we're going to raise from death to life. There's a lot of people that are walking dead right now, and they need a touch of Jesus so they can be raised to life. Not just here. We're going to do this in the physical, but we're also going to do in the spiritual. You see, when we're walking without Christ, we're dead physically, but when we receive Jesus, our Lord is saving into our life, now we are raised spiritually. We were dead, we were dead spiritually, but we will be raised spiritually with Jesus Christ. But let's continue with this verse, and, and verse 17, and if Christ not be raised, your faith is vain, yet you and yet are yet in your sins. See if Christ, Jesus Christ was not raised from the dead. We will have no redemption. We will have no hope. We will be lost. We will be dead in our trespasses. We will be dead in our sins. There will not be no way out, but Jesus dying on the cross for you and for me and raising from the dead, we are saved. We are born again. We, these, these are those who are true Christians. Those who in their heart have received Jesus. Those who have been born again, we are justifying some presence. We are sanctifying some presence. Hallelujah. And 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 this is the beauty about this verse. Glory to God. Let's go to verse 18. It says, And then they also which are falling asleep in Christ are perished. But verse 19, and in this life only we have hope in Christ. We are all of men of most miserable. In verse 20, but now in Christ risen from the dead and become first fruits of them that slept. Verse 21, right? It says, for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. So, the Lord is explaining right now in these verses, his resurrection. He raised, not for you to be dead, he raised for you to be alive. But let's jump all the way to verse 50, amen? This is where I want to get to, verse 50, hallelujah. And we go and it says this, ready? Ready? Now this is I said brethren, that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit in corruption. So what this verse is saying is that that the flesh and blood Cannot Inherit the kingdom of God you see with this flesh and blood with this fallen nature that we have We cannot enter or we don't have no place in heaven at all But look look But verse 51 says behold I show you a mystery We should not all sleep, but we shall all be changed it's, it's telling you right now a mystery that one day That we should not all sleep, but we shall be changed this is showing us the right. Again in the Bible, church. All right, you might be sleeping for now. Maybe those who die are sleeping in in, in their you know, they're sleeping, their bodies are asleep, but their soul and spirit are alive and in in Christ in paradise. But look what's gonna happen next verse 52 in a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet should sound. Glory to God! I can't wait for that trumpet of sound. Hallelujah! And the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed i'm reading first corinthians chapter 15 and we're reading from verse 50 to 54 look what verse 52 is saying in a moment in the twinkle of an eye and i want you at home right now twinkle your eye just do a twinkle That is the speed that this event is going to take place. That the rapture is going to take place. At the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound. The trumpet is going to sound. And we're going to hear it. Only the believers in Christ. Those who are on fire for God will hear it. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Meaning that the dead in Christ. You know what's going to happen at that moment? that the dead in Christ will be raised and us, who we are alive, right, um, will be changed we will receive a new body, a perfect body, a glorified body, a body that you're going to be able to enter heaven, a body that has access to heaven. Let me tell you something about Jesus. When Jesus raised on the third day and he went to the presence of God, he had, he came back and he had a glorified body. And with that glorified body, he went into where the um, the apostles, with the disciples were staying at and they thought that he was a ghost because he went through the wall and he said, no I'm not the I'm ghost, I am Jesus touch me and they touched him physically and they felt his hands and they saw the, the um, his his hose in his hand when he was crucified and he ate bread and he drank and then he, he, he went again, so he was able to go through a wall, he was able to eat and drink And he was still so... A glorified perfect body is going to be a physical body. And a spiritual body combined It's going to be a perfect body that is not going to be limited to the things in the world. It's going to be a body that cannot die. It's going to be a body that is not going to perish. It's going to be a body that (laughs) is not going to stink anymore. You're not going to be a, you know, you're not going to need a shower to smell good. It's going to be a perfect body that you're not going to be limited by time that you in this body, you're going to say, listen, I'm going to go to Japan, and seconds later, you're in Japan, or I'm going to go to China, and you're in China, I'm going to go back to heaven, you're in heaven, I'm going to go to New York, and you're in New York. Instantly, that's the type of body that we're gonna have—a body just like Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! This is what this verse 52 is saying. Is explaining it, and, and and we gotta get into the detail. An incorruptible body. Look at verse 53. Says, "For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and the mortal must put on immortality." Immoract- You're gonna be immortal. You're gonna be perfect. You're not gonna die no more. This body, this perfect body, cannot be destroyed. It cannot be destroyed by no demon or devil or no one. You're gonna have a perfect body that can shoot you with a gun and nothing is gonna happen. You're gonna be immortal. Man is trying to be immortal in this world. They're trying to find ways. They're trying to find the fountain of youth. But immorality comes in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You need to get with Jesus if you're not with Jesus today. Look what verse 20 54 says. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immorality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory. Hallelujah. There will be no more death with this body. We have victory in Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is going to give. Each and one of us, those who believe in Christ, those who profess Jesus, those who walk in the Spirit, hallelujah, those who are walking and reflecting the fruit of the Spirit in their lives, we're going to have a perfect body that we're not going to see death anymore. Oh, look what verse 55 says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Uh, verse 56 the thing of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law But verse 57 says but thanks be to God which give us up victory to our Lord Jesus Christ Hallelujah, we have victory to our Lord Jesus Christ glory 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 to God I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I'm excited for this new Glow off our body that we're going to receive when Jesus comes from His church. So please, there are many people out there that don't believe in the rapture because they're saying that the word rapture is not in the Bible. I just show you uh, through the word of God, two different verses. I'm going to give you the verses again, First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 through 18. And the other verses, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 50 through 54. These are the two verses of the rapture. And we haven't even spoken of the second coming yet. Hallelujah. And and I'm going to leave it here. Because these messages, I want them to be short. and and sweet and powerful in the name of Jesus. I don't want you to get bored or or too much information. I want you to receive this information, study it, study it with the word of God, read the verses yourself in your home. And so you can have an understanding and going forth, you can say, wow, the rapture is real. I just read in these two verses, look at the details um, and, and go back and forth with this message okay so we just spoke about the rapture we haven't even touched the second coming of Christ yet but you know what um, I'm, I'm in, in my next um, uh, in my next uh, sermon in my next um, podcast we will touch Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 through 16 and that verse is talks about the second coming of Christ. Okay, so we spoke about the rapture, and then we will talk about the second coming of Christ, and then we're going to get into comparing both. There are more verses, okay? We're going to compare both, and we're going to explain to you the difference, all right? So right now, we spoke of the rapture. In my next segment, segment, we're going to speak about the second coming of Christ. I pray, and I pray in Jesus' name that you were able to understand this, and, and, and I pray that this message was To impact you, you're impacted and and, and hungry to learn more, okay, God bless you all, it was awesome once again, and um, just be ready to, to be ready for the next segment, okay, the next segment is gonna be the second coming of Christ, what we just spoke about was the rapture, and I think um, I gave you enough information um, for you to study on your own, and um, listen, get it together if you're not a christian and get it together be saved today the lord is coming for his church he is coming soon. He could come at any moment. In a twinkle of an eye. The trumpet will sound. In a twinkle of an eye, the church is gonna The Lord is gonna rapture his church. The dead will rise in Christ first. And those who are alive will meet the Lord in the air. And we're gonna go straight to the third heaven. And there's gonna be a party in heaven. And we're and there's a lot of things that are gonna happen up there that I will explain to you and show you in the future through this this podcast. Alright, God bless you all. We love you. We love you very much. Um, my wife, um, Pastor Martha, sends her regards. My children sends their regards as well. We love you guys. God bless you. Once again, if you don't have a church, we are located at 1240 Southern Boulevard. We have services on Fridays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Come join us. Um, it will be awesome to have you. Send me a message. Um, if you want to send me a private message as well, you can. Um, or, or how to get to the to the church, 1214 Sander Boulevard. God bless you and have a wonderful day today.